Welcome to The Parent Pod, a happy place to find out all about pregnancy and the start of parenthood from the information-packed babycentre.co.uk. Hello, I'm Lucy. And I'm Claire. And we're here with a podcast for every week of your pregnancy, full of really useful takeaway information, candid admissions from our own experiences, having both had two children, and top advice from experts. We won't leave you holding the baby either. This podcast series takes you right up to when your new baby is 12 weeks old. So we're up to 24 weeks, Claire. Yay! Yeah, and babies have survived outside the womb from this age. It is incredible, isn't it? Babies are considered viable from 24 weeks. So that means that thanks to modern technology and obviously amazing antenatal stuff, some babies have grown in an incubator from this stage. So, yeah, I kind of found that really reassuring when I was pregnant. But obviously it's still better that they're in the best incubator of all, which is our womb. Yep, definitely. Thankfully, extreme prematurity is uncommon. So it's unlikely you'll be meeting your little one for a while yet, isn't it? Exactly. So, baby, baby, how are you doing in there? What's happening for baby? Your baby now weighs up to 600 grams. Okay, so that's about one and a half cans of baked beans. Yeah, that's about right. From head to heel, she measures about 30 centimetres. So I would say that's about the length of a corn in the cob. Yeah, sounds about right. Her patterns of sleeping and waking are becoming more defined, although they may not happen when you'd like them to. You'll probably find that when you're trying to sleep, she's alert and kicking. Do you remember that, Lucy? Oh, yeah. I can remember all the little fluttering inside, like sort of having like a thousand butterflies. It was really reassuring, wasn't it? But it's not until I got bigger that then I started feeling those big old kicks and sleep was a bit trickier. Yes. And that nearly always happens just as you got into bed. You're like, yeah. Your baby's brain is growing rapidly and her facial muscles are getting a workout as she tests out different expressions by raising her eyebrows. Raising her eyebrows, even at that young. Wow. As we said, although your baby still has a lot of growing to do before she's ready to be born, she's now considered viable. Yeah, so what that means is that if she were born this week, her lungs are developed enough so that she has a good chance of survival with a lot of extra care in a neonatal unit. Yeah. having for you so this week it's time to chat about stretch marks you may start to notice stretch marks appearing on your tummy hips bottom and breasts as your body makes room for your growing baby not only is your skin stretching as your bump gets bigger but pregnancy hormones also soften the fibers in your skin to help it stretch and they can make red brown or silvery kind of welt marks a bit more likely I love the way that the model, Ashley Graham, put up a photo of her stretch marks during pregnancy. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, she yeah. just normalised them. And women like Ashley are breaking the taboos over perfect bodies. I love that people are so much more accepting that this kind of stuff happens and that you're not going to just come out of pregnancy without any changes to your body. Yeah. Your stretch marks will gradually fade after you give birth, though. And you can apply creams and oils and lotions to make your skin feel smooth. I think I tried them in my first pregnancy, but didn't bother in my second. I just yeah, just... they don't really work. Yeah, I mean, you can't completely prevent or stop them appearing, though, or, or ever remove them. No. I mean, to be honest, I sort of look at them and they, they remind me how I carried my babies. They're okay. But I mean, I guess I never wore a bikini in the first place, so it's not like a big loss for me. <laughs> No, same here. I've never, never worn a bikini. I don't care about my stretch marks. I've heard them called tiger stripes and I love that. I mean, my body made a baby and so I'm basically a superhero. My God, Lucy, <laughs> let's not take it too far. <laughs> too embarrassed to ask. Okay, this week we're covering embarrassing pregnancy-related conditions. So we're going to kick off with a question. 
Um, I think I have piles. <laughs> a question or a statement? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had a bit of a chat about this back at eight weeks, but yeah, we as pregnancy progresses, the chance of getting piles is getting greater. I'm afraid. Fabulous. I didn't have piles while I was pregnant. Oh, but... she's boasting now. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a friend who I remember she was real oversharer too, and she said she had them really badly, and used to detail how awful they were. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, they can be pretty disturbing when you first get them, as it's pretty uncommon to have something hanging out your bottom. Yeah, you'll find chat about this on the community on Baby Centre. But I think from what I've read, cold compresses are apparently the best way forward if it's really bad. Yeah. Also, I mean, obviously, contact your GP or midwife and they might be able to give you some medication. Yeah, or ask a pharmacist. They can always help, can't they? Um, there are a few symptoms of piles if you think you might have them. We'll add the link to the show notes to check. Um, but painless bleeding from your bottom. You can tell you never had them. (laughs) Itching or feeling a soft lump, they could all be signs. And check out the link for the full list. Yes, and also they can go away as quickly as they appear. So don't panic too much. Um, They are really uncomfortable. And I thought I might be stuck for life with these little bottom friends. But a few months after birth and things were a bit more like the old days. Oh, that's good. Good to know. What other things are people finding embarrassing in the community at Baby Centre? Let's do a top five, Claire. So at number five, we have fat ankles. Or cankles, as some people call them, which are a common symptom. In fact, you've written an opinion article on this very subject on Baby Centre, haven't you, Lucy? Yeah, my specialist subject could be cankles. Yeah, why are they called cankles? (laughs) Because it's like your calf and ankle have met. Oh, yes. (laughs) I've also heard fankles, like fat ankles. I mean, I basically had trotters. Yeah. (laughs) I still have. Uh, (laughs) But the joys of pregnancy, if you do get it. You should also be aware, though, if it occurs in just one leg, particularly in your calf, and also if your calf is red, tender and lumpy that can be a sign of blood clot though so that isn't something to laugh about um because it could be a vein like a thrombosis yeah don't don't laugh about that no and there's another serious side to swelling isn't there yeah it's worth calling your doctor or midwife if you experience swelling in your third trimester as it could mean you've got preeclampsia um if you don't know preeclampsia is a condition relating to your placenta not working um so well so swelling um severe headaches feeling sick they're all signs Um, but check out the other signs on baby center make sure you know what they are and contact your midwife or gp straight away so that's the serious side of swelling but i do love the pictures that people have shared on baby center of their cankles just to make you feel better and that you're not alone do take a look yes scroll through those Um, next up the list at number four is getting hairier oh yeah um didn't happen to me actually but I do know quite a lot of people who get like a bit of a sort of stream of hair down from their belly button which is beautiful look hormones (laughs) affect a lot in pregnancy and changes may mean you notice a bit of extra hair in places that you haven't noticed hair before which yeah. is obviously always glamorous i quite liked all the sort of oddities of pregnancy like that oh, i God. wanted Lisa, them i wanted the line of... wanted loads of hair. <laughs> i just quite like the idea of kind of having all the you know ticking off the things that people got it just made me feel more reassured about <laughs> being pregnant so oh, you yeah. were quite sad when you didn't get piles basically you couldn't tick that off could <laughs> I'd, you i'd have been happy ticking it off i wanted everything i wanted the line down my tummy the linear negra i never got that the what yeah the the line you know the darker line that you get down your tummy that will not ever but you gave it a very people. special word then, well it's but... called linea nigra oh yes oh, but um yeah. not everyone gets it i didn't get it which no, i was I a bit gushed about yes um okay back to list number three um we have your nose growing yeah this isn't pinocchio it's a bit of an anecdotal one this yep. one um but mentioned by baby center mums who say they have experienced their nose growing yeah i had a friend and her nose definitely did grow i remember her saying really? my nose has grown through pregnancy and, and <laughs> kind of reassuring her oh it's fine it's fine but when you looked at photos 
it was before and after you're like yeah it was really different and it went back to its original size and during second pregnancy it grew again and then it was unbelievable yeah that's hilarious yeah Okay, at number two, we have excess saliva, um, which is, again, caused by pregnancy hormones. Those those old hormones, eh? Oh, they, I mean, they have got a lot to ask for. They have. They? Um, it's a common early sign of pregnancy, so you might even notice it before you know you're pregnant. Um, and it's you're some... like, why am I spitting out all this saliva? <laughs> why have I got all this, like, pregnant? spit? Um, it's sometimes used by chewing on ice, people say, mm-hmm. um, or just even just spitting it out into tissues. Oh, lovely. That's really nice. Yeah. And at number one, we've got wind. Well, oh. I mean, I haven't, well, we haven't got wind <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Claire>. <laughs> but um, everyone, pregnant or not, has some wind, obviously. Yeah. Normal. Um, on totally average, normal. That's totally normal. Yeah. On average, we pass wind apparently five to 15 times a day. But having said that, you might even have even more wind during pregnancy. <laughs> so, do. and you might even burp more. Oh, yeah. yeah. You might burp more as well. Um, so, even before you've got a, a bump, you might start thinking, oh, I need to lose my weight band if you're feeling a bit bloated and apparently you have more wind in pregnancy because your body produces those hormones again progesterone and that in turn relaxes the smooth muscle tissue throughout your body including the muscles that help digestion the result is more wind bloating and discomfort that can start i'm afraid even in early pregnancy great fabulous um and then by later pregnancy your growing baby is going to be crowding that space in your tummy so that can slow digestion even further so especially as your baby's going to be pushing on your stomach and making you feel particularly bloated after eating although I didn't I didn't experience that oh I did so one big bit of advice is don't share a bed with a pregnant woman unless right. you really have to <laughs> um I remember going on a hen do with some friends and I was put in a room with my friend Kate right in a double bed oh my the wind oh was horrific sorry Kate if you're listening yeah if she wasn't farting she was wriggling shifting she was getting up for a wee <laughs> avoid at all costs and like just tons of sympathy to partners out there just a word for you you know if you're stuck next to a wriggly windbag it is hard what do you expect this week so with all this talk of piles and excessive wind we need some positives don't we and we certainly have some suggestions this week so having a baby moon or a baby shower oh yes i had both Oh, of course you did, Lucy. Okay, fab. So we'll start with baby moons, shall we? Your last gasp at coupledom. A small romantic interlude, the final hurrah before the baby arrives. Oh, so yes. I guess now in the second trimester, it's as good a time as any, isn't it, really? Because if you go abroad, then you can only fly up to, I think it's 36 or 37 weeks. Yeah. And you'll need a letter from your doctor after 28 weeks. And also, don't forget to check with your insurance and the airline. Yeah, because they still might say something different. Definitely yeah, you check. might do. Yeah. And if you're expecting twins, um, the cutoff point is a bit earlier. It's at 32 weeks. And maybe don't push it right up yeah. the wire. No one wants be to that be delivering brave. twins on a plane. No. Um, I remember a friend said to me when I was pregnant to get loads of hand holding with my husband in because we wouldn't be able to do that. Once the baby's arrived, you're just carrying a baby, feeding a baby, pushing a buggy. So I remember thinking, oh, like, let's plan to uh, have a nice weekend together. And we went to Dorset just for the weekend. It was really nice. And we did do a lot of hand holding, Claire. Oh, we did. did. Yes, yeah, we that, did. That was all there obviously yes yeah and even if a weekend away isn't possible maybe plan a weekend at home where you get the chance to wallow in bed yeah you know a load of netflix because believe you me you're not going to get the chance to do that are you no no lazy sunday mornings are gone goodbye um so a few baby center tips if you are planning a baby moon um let's hit you with them hit me with them come on okay first off choose your destination wisely i stuck to the uk don't go Um, to the maldives no no but uk european breaks they're 
the best thing to go for because it doesn't involve lots of traveling. You want to avoid long haul flights. They're going to be uncomfortable. And there's so many great places you can go much nearer home. Yeah, it's much easier to relax and enjoy your holiday when you know that there's good medical facilities and shops yeah. nearby. So maybe don't go off to outer Mongolia. Just, uh, no. just you know, keep on the beaten track. Yeah. And I think actually I took my maternity notes with me just in case I needed to That is go the kind to of the... Girl Scout thing you would do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very good. <laughs> like being organised. Yep. Um, and it's definitely best to avoid travelling to areas where you might need vaccinations. You don't want to be doing those when you're pregnant. Um, so avoid travelling to places where there's a risk of catching a mosquito-borne disease such as malaria, dengue or Zika. I'd avoid those. Oh, yeah. Plan ahead. A little forward thinking can help you make the most of your time away. Baby Centre, of course, has a pregnancy packing checklist, which will get you started. Allow plenty of time for travel. And this includes giving yourself regular rest breaks and toilet stops, as well as any extra time for delays. Um, Oh, that's a good idea. I think, yeah, yeah, you've got to build in, obviously, stopping about three times between here and London. um, All those million wees you need. Lots of wees. It might be an idea to take a travel pillow too. It might help your back on, particularly on hard chairs, or you could even use it as a headrest if you've got a long wait. Definitely a good idea. And you can always double it up as a piles cushion as well. (laughs) Yeah, very true, Claire. Okay, so pack sensibly. Staying comfortable is even more important when you're pregnant. The right clothes, shoes and accessories can make a really big difference. And flat, slippy on and off shoes are your new best friend, aren't they? Yeah, particularly if you've got swollen feet. I think I ended up in about three three comfortable dresses by the end of it. And that's all I wanted to wear. So I didn't take fancy clothes, baby moon or no baby moon. (laughs) Um, also enjoy the journey um, try to do some simple stretches every hour or so to minimise the swelling that we talked about that can also help with heartburn leg cramps and if you can get up have a little wander around yep. um, if you are driving take a break every sort of I don't know, hour and a half which you'll probably need anyway for a wee oh and a good tip you can also wear compression stockings you know flight socks and they can help you with your circulation if you're on a long journey and they look great for sandals don't oh, they absolutely yeah such a good look <laughs> fashion forward and finally take it easy pregnancy is the perfect excuse to kick back and just enjoy some real relaxation oh yes can't say that strongly enough so moving on to baby showers tell us about yours lucy oh well it wasn't a surprise and my friends organized it It was at my house it was only a small gathering my mum came but it was lovely a really sort of special special day and any crazy games oh yeah it's hilarious we did the game where you have to drink out of a baby's bottle and see who (laughs) can win i didn't win that um but yeah it's lovely had a cake and everything oh brilliant yeah, there's loads of fun ideas on Baby Centre's website, isn't there? Oh, yeah. We'll put them in the show notes. So that brings us to an end for this week. We should remind you that the podcasts don't replace medical advice and you should speak to your doctor or midwife if you have any concerns. We hope you stay well, stay healthy and look forward to 25 weeks next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby download the baby center app now or visit babycenter.co.uk you can also follow us on instagram twitter and facebook just search for baby center uk all the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes if you loved our podcast and found it useful please rate and review the parent pod wherever you listen to your podcasts and don't forget to share it with your partner and friends